Welcome, this is Jane Gardner, and welcome to the Business of At Home Business, where we're talking about the Home Biz Startup TV, where we're going to be talking about how to start, run, and grow a home business. And today, we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business. So I'm Jane Gardner, and let's get started. I'll be telling you about this show right about now. Welcome, this is Jane Gardner, and welcome to Solopreneur Success Strategies. Hi, uh, we're going to keep my discussion brief here. We're going to continue on with our customer onboarding process and how to keep your customers today. So we'll be going on with our slides. So as you know, we've been discussing um, who is your customer. And of course, everyone is not your customer. Um, your customers are those who want your solution to their problem or they want your solution to fulfill their desire. There are over 3.6 billion internet users online today, so they should be able to be able to get in contact with you if you do the right messaging to show that you have the solution to their problem. We've looked previously at who is your customer, um, defining who they are, knowing where to find your ideal customer and when and how they like to buy and what is the ideal customer experience. For those who missed the episodes, you can catch up at jgtips.com backslash YouTube. And we've been discussing how you can use your personality and be aware of other people's personality in terms of how you sell to them. And we've been looking at some of the traits of your personal style uh, which can be detected and help you when it comes to the selling process. Because there are four different buying styles of which each of us has one more dominant in our personality than someone else. And if you want to have a look at previous information about this training, you can go have a look at my YouTube channel at jgtips.com backslash YouTube where we discuss this. And we have an offer on you and your sales style at jgtips.com backslash pstyle where we can learn how to define your biz selling style as well as your customer's buying style and how you can adapt to it. So we've also looked at what does good customer service really mean and how you can be a customer service rock star. We looked at streamlining your, streamlining your customer service with a frequently asked question. And we have been looking at the importance of customer onboarding in your sales cycle in order to retain your customers because it's much easier to sell your current customers um, more product than it is to get a new customer. So you need to have good customer service because if you don't, you'll have unsatisfied clients, you'll have poor reviews, a lack of referrals, you'll have low sales, you'll have confused and frustrated staff, and of course you'll have lack of feedback because no one is talking to you because your staff is frustrated and your clients are going away. So you need to have a good customer onboarding process after the purchase in order to have good customer relations. So what is onboarding? Well, it's where you teach the customer how to use the product to its fullest. 
You build a strong relationship with them. You gather information about your customer. You keep in touch with your customer. You drive home the value of the product and you help them learn how to use the product in order that they can have a good customer post purchase per process. So let's have an overview of the onboarding process. We've been talking about the big picture, details of experience and customer relations management. Today we're gonna to have a look briefly at service and operations. And then we're gonna be, then you look at setting up a process that for the first 30 days will help to create a environment that will keep your customer and beyond the first week. So the customer post-purchase experience, the big picture, you begin by creating a big picture list. What will they do with the product or service? And what are the long and short-term results from using your product or service? So then you go and have a look at the details. Flesh out the details of how they're going to get the um, product, how it's going to be installed, how they're going to use it, the features. Is it easy to learn how to use? What is the maintenance like? And is there any problems with it and benefits that for the customer? And consider the following and how you're going to be able to interact with the customer, whether it's by email or by phone, what contact you're content you'll create after they purchase, whether or not you'll get in contact with them, will you have a newsletter, how long will the timeline be before they get more contact from you to find out how they're going with the purchase, and consider all points of contact with your customer. Make a visual representation and timeline of all points of contact and explain what will happen at each point of contact. A graphical timeline, mind map, or spreadsheet. Identify ways you can offer help at each point. And so you need a system to ensure all steps in your outline are performed consistently. And they have some automation and be able to track how you're implementing the steps. So, of course, it all should be training for your salespeople so they also know how to do this process. So we've gotten up to using a management system and how to develop that. So let's have a look at your service and operations training and implementation. Now that you've decided what you're going to use as your customer onboard post-purchase process, you've got to ensure that all your team members have the same materials and trainings. You've got to make sure your messaging is consistent and you've got to have a, a checklist to follow up after the purchase so that uh, everyone knows what to do after the purchase. So the same process needs to be used for all customers and it's got to be used by all team members and that way you'll be able to get some good feedback and be able to adapt it as you go along. You can also have a look at your website metrics and your social media metrics and your customer service metrics like as customer service calls, response time, product defects. You can have a look at how often you're mentioned on the internet, on social media, what your reviews are like, is there any likes to your product. Look at your conversions, your reviews, your ratings, your click-through rates on your website. You gotta use all this uh, in the process in order to develop a good customer onboarding process so that you can identify how you'll be able to get repeat sales. So when the person will purchase your product or service again, so one purpose of the onboarding, of course, is to gather information about customer and product use in order to know what they need to follow up. 
So you need to plan future products and so you can increase your sales and offer products, upgrades and revisions based on your preferences and feedback that you've gotten from current customers. And you've got to decide whether there's any kind of new or supplementary products you can include like renewal or similar items that can be used with the product or discounts on similar products or services or free upgrades of extras in order for them to keep using that product. So make additional offers through channels of communication and put together a checklist of all plans and overviews. So there you go, a very good extensive. Did you know there was a customer onboarding process after a person purchases a product? If you want to have a customers who rave about you and your business, then you have to have a good customer service plan for after they purchase. So this is Jane Gardner, and I hope that was um, of interest to you, and we'll see you next time. Welcome. This is Jane Gardner, and welcome to the Home Business Startup Toolkit. I wanted to speak a little bit about it so you know what you're getting. So who am I? Well, I'm Jane Gardner. I work with my husband in a structural engineering firm, and I came out onto the Internet to help others start a home business. And I have the Business of At-Home Business website and Jane-Gardner website if you want to check me out. But I just wanted to show you what was in the Home Business Startup Toolkit. Because without certain tools, you won't be able to have a business on the internet. So I'm giving you for free video trainings on MailChimp and Aweber, Wix, which is a free website builder, Canva, which is a free graphic creation platform, PayPal, that's free, but of course it's tricky, isn't it? But that's where you get your money. Amazon S3 is for storing all your stuff that you're selling. And of course, everybody needs Gmail. And I've got a course there, Start a Home Business Step-by-Step -step, with a workbook for building your foundations and some tools. And coming in March, I'm going to be putting WordPress up there because it is a very powerful and free platform. So just to give you an idea, I created the five steps to starting a home business uh, course. And in that course, we look through identifying your target market, creating a unique solution, setting up your business basics, define your brand and develop a re realistic marketing plan. So that is uh, implementable. And then uh, so if, for those of you who don't know, um, Amazon S3 is a storage solution uh, run by Amazon. It's very economical and is a place for you to store your assets, your videos, your audios, your programs, uh, your and such. So I do have some trainings on that so you can start set, setting that up. For example, how to um, create a new folder or copy and move and rename your files and you have a tour through Amazon S3 and of course I wanted to show you the graphic one which is Canva that has a free version that you can use to create all your social media posts your uh, dashboards your headlines your anything graphic that you want to do they know how to do it and it's free as well of course everybody needs PayPal so I've got a setup of PayPal and how to use PayPal to sell your items and then I'll just give you the last one, which is Wix. It's a free, very easy to use website builder. 
and the version where it is free, you have the name of Wix in your domain and you pay a bit more for a paid one. But these are all trainings. There's about 20 each for each subject. So let's go back and have a look at all the subjects again. So we have at least 20 uh, trainings on each of these subjects for you and they're free because I want you to get started in getting to know all about the tools that you need on the web and you can have lifetime access. So all you have to do is sign up with your email and your name and it will be sent the access to you as soon as possible.